Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Brian, thanks for being flexible and working with us. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic. It's great to be talking college football. It's exciting. We had SEC Media Days last week, and so the hype machine is rolling. We'll have them reporting for workouts here in a week, so it's a good thing. And I want to get you on so we can talk about the start of the season. You know, one of the questions, Brian, that's been popping up here is the over-under total for Arkansas. We found it for seven at Oakland. Is that kind of what you're seeing for the season win total for Arkansas? Well, um, this morning I saw on DraftKings had seven and a half. But you had to pay minus one forty-five juice if you like the under, so you'd have to risk one forty-five to win a hundred. Um, if you wanted to go over, you know, to get to eight wins, you could get plus one twenty-five, risk a hundred to win one twenty-five. I think they're going to go either eight and four or nine and three. I've got the Hogs twelfth uh, in my power ranking. Um, the schedule is obviously brutal. I mean, the FBYU game, mm. altitude, and you're playing, what, your seventh game in seven weeks. You're, you had to travel the week, or it's your third time getting on an airplane in four weeks. That's just a horrible spot, That's and they're good. So, I mean, that's going to be tough to get one. Um, I initially marked the Hogs 5-1 and one with six swing games, and then after, like, breaking down the swing games a little more, uh, I decided either 8-4 and four or 9-3. and three. I think the – the one, Ole Miss at home is a favorable spot for Arkansas because Ole Miss hosts Alabama the week before and has two weeks to prepare for that one. So the Rebels are really going to be gunning for uh, for Bama. So that, that spot sets up favorable. I'm really hoping uh, that Arkansas can win their first four games of the season before and oh when Alabama comes into town. That will be one of those games that people talk about for years. Uh, the atmosphere will be unreal. Uh, and don't forget, Alabama the next week after playing Arkansas hosts Texas A&M, and there's going to be a lot of hype surrounding that game. Uh, I know Nick Saban, the trap games, he, he's going to make sure they've got their attention on Arkansas and not paying attention to A&M. But I just, that sets up well to me if Arkansas can get off to that 4-0 start. I think there's a good chance of that. I mean, I've got A&M 13th in my power ranking, so Arkansas slightly ahead of them. I've actually, I actually think that Arkansas is going to beat Ole Miss, but I think Ole Miss uh, is going to finish second in the West. I've got them 10th in my power rankings. But, I mean, there's not hardly any separation between Ole Miss, Arkansas, and A&M. Probably just be about, you know, who stays healthier, who catches a, an extra bounce or two. Um, but both uh, – or all, all, the, the entire SEC West is strong. I mean, LSU and Auburn are down for their standards. But it's going to be very tough for anybody to win at Auburn or at LSU, you know, still this season. Brian Edwards with us. You can also check him out at brianedwardsports.com. I was looking at one of your articles, and you ranked the college football quarterbacks. Brian, I'll be honest with you, there were a lot of people uh, around Arkansas that were upset last week when K.J. was left off, not the first team, the second team, the third team, all-SEC quarterback. And I'm looking at your list you would have done the same. You would have left K.J. off the first three teams in the SEC. Well, I've got him 14. Uh, <laughs> I do have Will Levis one spot ahead of him, Anthony Richardson two spots ahead of him, and uh, let's, oh, Will Rogers I've got fifth, Hendon Hooker I've got sixth, and Bryce Young I've got first. But, I mean, all, all, all those guys, one through 14, are really good, and I like K.J., 
a lot. I mean, he takes care of the football, twenty-one to four TDINT ratio. He can, you know, he can run it like you know Tebow, Tebow style between the tackles. Can run over people. Uh, six rushing touchdowns uh, last year, and even once you take account uh, sack yardage, he still averaged four point five. Uh, yards per carry. So I'm very high on KJ, um, even though I do have him below a few. few well, for the record, you had Spencer Rattler ahead of him, too. That's, that's seven SEC okay. quarterbacks ahead of him. He He's eighth in the SEC and 14th in the country. It almost sounds like a recruiting rankings right there. You're like, oh, you're 14th <laughs> in the country in recruiting rankings? That's great. Yeah, but you're eighth in the SEC. Right, but there's not a lot of separation uh, between those guys. Look, if KJ plays as good as he played last year, Arkansas will be in good shape. Would it surprise you if KJ, at the end of the year, is one of the – he moves up your rankings into the top five? No, not at all. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me uh, at all. Now, I think he's going to miss Traylon Burke, but you've got some good transfers. Matt Landers uh, at, you know, started at Georgia, had a good year for uh, Toledo last season, 20 point. I'm sorry, 25.7 yards per catch. And uh, you've also got uh, Hasselwood, who uh, started 12 games for Oklahoma uh, last year and was a five-star coming out of high school. So, you know, you've got some talent uh, to replace him. But, man, Traylon Burks was really special last year. 60-something receiving uh, receptions for Arkansas. And the next was 24. Is that right, Christian? Yeah, it was a huge drop-off after uh, Traylon Burks, and they've got to find a guy to to replace him. Uh, Got some week one odds out. Anything that sticks out to you for some of the big games in week one? Yeah, I'm going to go with NC State minus 10 at East Carolina. And it's nothing uh, against East Carolina. I I think they're actually going to be pretty good for their standards this year. But I'm really high on NC State. Uh, I've got them eighth in my power ranking. Uh, their defense was second best in the ACC last year, gave up only 19.7 points per game, returns 10 starters, and also gets Peyton Wilson back, who led the ACC in tackles in 2020, but went down with a season-ending injury in week two. And their, their quarterback, Devin Leary, 35-5 to TDI and T ratio. So I think NC State gets some separation uh, at some point, wins by 14-17. to And I'm also going to go with LSU at minus 2.5 in New Orleans against FSU. I think with LSU, we've got the home crowd advantage. We've got the head coaching advantage and the quarterback advantage, uh, regardless of whether it's Jaden Daniels or Miles Brennan. Uh, I think both of them are better than Jordan Travis. And so I like LSU and NC State in week one. Yeah, playing in the uh, in New Orleans, that's worth probably about a touchdown for LSU. I mean, I can I can think of some of the national championship games they played down there, and it's yep. going to be eighty percent, eighty five percent LSU fans. Oh yeah, I mean FSU will bring a pretty strong contingent, but it'll be a pro LSU crowd, uh, no doubt about it. And uh, you know FSU's had four losing seasons in a row, and um, they'll be a little improved this year, but uh, not enough to go into Louisiana and beat the Tigers, I don't think. Last one, I see you have Ole Miss uh, over seven and a half total wins this season. Uh, is that the Matt Corral factor being gone? I'm surprised that number's that low for Ole Miss. You know, I, I think that is it, but I mean, I think Jackson Dart is a very talented uh, guy, and I just kind of trust uh, Lane Kiffin uh, with that offense, and uh you know, Phil Steele's national unit rankings have their O-line ranked 27th, their receivers 18th, their running backs 27th. 
Uh, even Altmaier, who I don't think will beat out Dart, you know, got some good experience in the Sugar Bowl uh, last year. Played okay once he settled in until that pick six uh, at the end. But yeah, I've, I've got Ole Miss either going nine and three or ten and two, and I think there's a good chance for ten and two. We appreciate your time, Brian. Thank you for coming on. It was good to catch up with you and talk a little college football. Thanks for having me, Wes. Have a great uh, rest of the week, my man. See, that's Brian Edwards. You can follow him on Twitter at Vegas B Edwards. Vegas B Edwards.